0: And we're live. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Kinda Funny's Christopher Nolan in Review. That's right. We are ranking and reviewing every movie directed by Christopher Nolan. As always, I'm Tim Geddes, joined by Greg Miller. Hua! <laughs> Nick Scarpino.
1: Hello, was
0: Kevin Koala. Hua! And Andy Cortez.
1: Hua!
2: Yeah, yeah, rounding it out—you gotta love it. Uh, I couldn't think of any. What if not of any quotes from uh from any given Sunday. I, that's my fault. That's
0: mm, my fault. That is your fault. Next time, mm-hmm. that's your homework for for next week. What aren't we're here each and every week, everyone. right here on Twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games on Tuesdays. We do Christopher Nolan review on Fridays. We do. Studio Ghibli's Miyazaki in review. Um, today, we are talking about Insomnia, but I want to let you know you can watch it live on Twitch. You can watch it later on YouTube.com slash kindoffunny or roosterteeth.com. You can also listen to this as a podcast by searching for Kind of Funny Reviews, and we will be right there for you. If you want to get the show ad-free, you can go to patreon.com slash kindoffunny, just like our Patreon producers, Muhammad Muhammad and Al Tribesman did. Uh, like I said, we're talking about Insomnia today. Uh, a, a movie featuring Robin Williams. Today would have been Robin Williams' 69th birthday. Mm. So this exactly. episode is in honor of his life. There we go.
3: Remember when he guilted Cool Greg at the Blockbuster in San Francisco for not renting his Man. movie when he was a kid? Because, it totally fun. because, fun. because Cool Greg, Greg
0: rented, you got served? Yeah, I'll <laughs> never forget <laughs> it. <laughs> what? Anyways, today, what? Robin yeah, Williams. A steak fan. The quick version of the story is Robin Williams used to live near me when I in the house I grew up at, and every once in a while, like we'd see him at like the card store when we bought Pokemon cards when he was there with his son and shit, and uh, at the local Blockbuster we'd run into him every once in a while. My brother was renting You Got served. Robin Williams was in line in front of us, turned back and looked at him and said, "Hey, I'm not in that one. Why are you getting it?" And like really, really shamed Cool Greg, and you can imagine how it, he it
4: really that. affected oh, Cool Greg. Really,
2: it was affected. not well. <laughs> I feel like those long-lasting effects are still there to this
3: day. He <laughs> went tagged for the first time that night. That's what drove him to the streets. You know,
0: you gotta love it, man. You gotta love it. Today we're talking about Insomnia, released on May twenty-fourth, two thousand two. Uh, a movie that will live in infamy for me and Kevin because it is uh, the first movie that we ever. Went to the theater to watch a movie. Ended up just staying at the theater all day for. Mm-hmm.
3: Nice,
0: you know. So we saw three movies that day, wow. including what? here we go, including Super Troopers.
4: Oh, and that changed re- our I, lives. I didn't. I didn't put those because this movie is the first movie that I ever fell asleep in. Which is ironic. Which
0: is ironic. ironic. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, directed once again by Christopher Nolan, uh, as of 2017, this is the only film directed by Nolan in which Nolan does not have an official writing credit, uh, even though he wrote the final draft of the the official screenplay they went with. Uh, this film stars three Academy Award winners, Al Pacino, Hilary Swank, and Robin Williams. And it is Nolan's only modern film post-2000 not nominated for any major awards. As of 2019, this is Christopher Nolan's last R-rated film. All of the films he's directed since have been rated PG-13 and under uh, Warner Brothers. So, like, the modern Nolan starts with the next movie. Um, A budget of $46 million and a box office of $113.8 million, a runtime of one hour and 58 minutes. This was a remake. Did you guys know that? I did not know. know. Sleepless in Seattle, right? So, yeah. <laughs> wait,
4: is this, is <laughs> this based off...
0: Dude, that was good.
4: <laughs> what, what Kevin? Is this based off a Stephen King book? I don't think so. I
0: didn't see anything about that, but I did see that it was a remake of a 1997 film, Norwegian film, called Insomnia, mm-hmm. uh, where Al Pacino's character was played by oh, wow. Stellan, Stellan Skarsgård, who is Eric Selvig from Thor and Papa. Scar's of the Scar's brothers There's so many Scar's
3: <laughs> of
4: the Scar's brothers. Oh wait hold on I think he I know did a, the
3: other Skarsgård is the who, I know the true blood Scar's who's the other Scar's There's Remember? the guy
1: that played it
2: was a Scar's uh, brother as Bill. well real Scar's yeah he was I also, also in so <laughs> like, like
3: the like he got all the Skarsgard. Ugo jeans
2: no, we got this confused one day. I it, forgot what show we were talking on, but there was a guy named Sarsgard without a K that we yeah. thought was part of the family. And I searched him, and I was like, "Oh, his name is misspelled a bunch of places." Nope, his name was just Sarsgard yeah, without yeah, the K. Very well.
4: So I see my confusion here. Stephen King does have a book called Insomnia, not related to this at all. So gotcha. yeah, I'm gonna guess
1: Stephen King's book is a lot more horror. It, wh- it's horror it's driven. it's
4: dark tower shit.
1: Yeah, uh, this movie was so fascinating because I remember watching it uh, the first time and just completely not thinking about it again and going back and watching it with a slightly more critical eye. Uh, Danielle made an interesting observation. She's like, you know, it's not really a murder mystery story, considering you kind of know exactly who does it from mm-hmm. about the midpoint on. And it's true. What's what's so cool about this story that he's telling. Um, and it's so Nolan is that the movie is less about the the mystery of who killed this person and more about like examining the sins of the past and his similarities. From like being a cop to this murderer and i think it's so well done that actually knowing that knowing sort of how it plays out but can't but not remembering the specifics was i think a, a virtuous for me what Going is greg is...
2: smiling about what is greg smiling about
1: why is he... <laughs> i made a
2: mistake of glancing at the chat i'm sorry jabambis 92 <laughs> says one of the sars guard is playing randall flag in the stand i just thought a lot of those words were funny <laughs> 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 Greg, his name is Jambis, not Jabambus. <laughs> Jabambus.
4: <laughs> uh, um, I'm so having no too level. much fun today.
0: Wow! Wow! let talk about the remake here, real quick. Uh, so, uh, Eric, uh, the Eric with a very complicated last name, the director of the original film. Uh, said of Nolan's reinterpretation, I haven't seen it for quite a while, but when I first saw it, it was a very strange experience because it was very close stylistically to the original. I felt lucky that such a well-crafted, smart film and had really good director handling it because as a remake, I think it did really well and it doesn't hurt any original if a remake is well done. This is one of those rare cases. Mm. So I felt very lucky that Christopher Nolan was the one to take it upon himself to do it. Uh, there was a lot of things changed. Uh, the original was a lot darker. Uh, the dog that they shoot was not dead. Oh in oh. in the original one uh which I don't like at all. I didn't like um, the dead dog he was, though. He
2: was undead, he was a zombie. Oh.
0: When uh when Dormer does the reckless driving thing to scare the girl, he's a little more rapey in the the oh. original and like he doesn't like do the car thing, he like gets a little handsy. Um oh, wow. and Dormer essentially rapes the hotel clerk in the original. So they're like Jeez, we're going to oh. change that stuff
4: i feel like um, that changes the tone but, a lot
2: that changes the movie a lot that yeah. changes dormer yeah, it, a lot
4: it does yeah i was gonna say this
3: movie too dormer too just had like made a bad decision right mm-hmm. and like well i guess too but like they led him down this path whereas in that movie sounds like he deserves everything he's about to get the I mean, they
0: changed the ending uh in uh, like pretty drastically where he lives and he the movie away. ends with him getting away but uh, like it the final shots him driving and it's clear that he's like going crazy and still has insomnia and is like not gonna be able to kick it
2: so damn that's a yeah, very yeah. very dreary ending. Uh, I thought this, this movie was cool shit, man. Yeah, I I, I, I enjoyed it. The uh, again, it sort of has those. Uh, the, you could tell this writing isn't like Nolan, right? Uh, right off the bat, you could tell that this isn't going to do anything weird or whatever. But I love that it still has those Nolan little touchstones of, you know, whenever there's like a, a very stressful scene, it'll just like silently cut away to another shot and come back really quick. And I love I love whenever Nolan does that. I think it's so like artsy and shit. Um, but yeah, I, I, I expected to not like this one because it was so not Nolan, because it was just kind of a movie that would be on the USA network at 4 p.m. on a Tuesday. Oh, yeah. Um, but, uh, it was, it was cool shit. I, I'm glad that this, that in-review is sort of introducing us to these, like, shows, that movies that I would have never watched otherwise. Greg, why are you laughing, Greg? What is it?
3: What, what, what <laughs> word what made it's you laugh? It's just really, there's just a lot of good stuff on the internet today, right? Because <laughs> I was getting ready for a, a lot of interview. stuff on the internet. Yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> <My laughs> interview summary, right? <laughs> and I was like, oh, they're going to land on a water plane. I'm like, oh, wait, I know there's a better word for water plane. <laughs> so I googled plane? water plane. It came up with seaplane. I was like, oh, yeah. can I get a factoid i click on the wikipedia link (laughs) and it's title seaplane and then the first thing it says on the page is for bob's burger episode cc plane and it's a hyperlink to that (laughs) (laughs) oh my god imagine being an invention with the first thing on your wikipedia page is (laughs) bob's fucking burgers I tell you guys, a lot of people they want to to poo-poo 2020 because of the pandemic and the racial injustices and the fucking crushing pressure of life. But if you open your eyes and smell the roses, occasionally there's something to laugh at in your fucking jail cell of a life. You get get Jabambis
4: talking about (laughs) weird words in
2: chat. Wait, uh,
4: Miller, did you find a better word for seaplane? No, seaplane is the word that I was going to say waterplane. Okay. Because there's also amphibious flying boat, which is pretty cool. I gotta imagine
2: else? that's the most rough landing of all time. Like what when I no, when I just think about when I think about planes having rough landing, like you're landing on choppy water that's moving. <laughs> it's gotta be the scariest
4: thing of all time. Yeah, you're coming hmm. down fast, you're creating wind, you're 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 slowing it down for yourself. You're getting rid of I the I think more like stone skipping,
0: you yeah. know? And that looks like kind of chill and fun. It's everyone's not. <laughs> life. Everyone's life that Captain Sully Sullenberger saved.
3: They said it was a smooth landing on the Hudson. Yeah.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, I I enjoyed this movie a lot. I think it's it's, it's really good. <laughs> did but they I say don't... it was a
1: smooth landing? <laughs> <laughs> I do
0: think it was spectacular overall, and I feel like it was it was cool, but it kind of just like it reminded me of like a really really good SVU episode as opposed to mm. a Christopher Nolan movie. Yeah, and it's was... like kind of hard to separate those things when it's like. But Nick, what you were bringing up of like, it isn't really that because it's like there is so much focus more on the, the character side of things. But I, I was kind of just always hoping there was going to be some moment where I'll go, oh, this is really cool. And yeah. like the moment where it's Robin Williams and him on the the uh, fairy. little fairy and they're having the conversation. And it's like, oh, shit, they're just revealing it all here. Like mm. th- it's all on the table. Like they both know about each other and it's all there. I was like, this is cool. Where are they going to go with it? And I thought where they went with it was like, this is good.
1: This is like, I'd give yeah. the movie a B. Like, that's the thing. Yeah. for me, it's not It's not a thriller. You you start watching it and you think, oh, this is going to be somewhere like tonally like Silence of the Lambs where it's scary as shit at moments and it's all building sort of like a Denis Villeneuve movie where you're like, it's slow burning tension building, building, but they just completely change it about 180 degrees right when they meet and it becomes more of a drama and it still, it still has thriller-esque moments, but it's really just about, his, his, his like de-evolving into this madness, because, and I, and I love, by the way, the thematic use of the light, like no matter what he does, there's always light being shed in on his darkness and he cannot stop that. And it's driving him crazy until the very, very end when he decides to do the right thing and sacrifice himself and save the Hillary Swank character. And then finally he can go to sleep. It's just super, it's, it's well done, but you get to the point you're like, I'm just interested to see how these two people are going to interact with each other. Less about, it's less about catching Robin Williams yeah, and more about just totally. seeing like how, how is this character this? going to, like, res- like, how is he going to find, uh, you know, absolution?
2: And and uh, Pacino's over, uh, ever-evolving sort of uh, exhaustion, I think, is really cool. Yeah. I think they, like, there's there's a stark difference from where he is at the beginning of the movie towards the end where... Totally. In, in, in any conversation, like, I feel like we've all been there where there's a conversation happening. You're just kind of like, like oh my god! Like I've on six hours of sleep in the last two days. This is it's really
1: usually rough day right now. three of E three for me. That's usually yeah. what I, I'm like. What are you saying? I don't yeah.
4: understand it. <laughs> Go ahead, Kevin. Uh, I was just gonna say the similar things where I, I feel like uh, what Nolan does best is kind of getting us to feel the perspective of the protagonist. Um, where there are certain moments where like shows how tired he is like when he's driving and we start seeing the flashes of random stuff where it's like that's what it feels like to be that tired and i feel like most of us maybe not to the extent of six days but we've like pushed ourselves to like extreme exhaustion so it's like so many of those moments where like things just seem cloudy like rang so true with like oh man i I could kind of feel that in the way they shot it and it was really cool
1: yeah well done definitely Mm -hmm. also how Fucked up would it be to be in that town and never and, and like there's that great moment where he's like let's go pull this kid out. okay let's go pull this kid out of school and she's like it's yeah. ten o'clock he's like that's right oh, let's go pull him out of school oh, she's wow. like it's ten o'clock at night yeah and he's like fuck and then there's just that moment where he's wandering around at night trying to like like trying to be yeah, trying to do, do bad stuff trying to do bad stuff see you <laughs> it's just such an interesting like you really like, cool like, thematic storytelling because he can't, yeah, no matter totally. what he does he cannot get away from the light. It's so yeah. cool. It's a it, cool fictional.
2: A it's a cool fictional world they built with how the time works. It's really
1: yeah, I'm cool. so yeah. glad that that's not a real, not, not a real thing in Alaska. <laughs> cool. Dude, can cool you imagine how cool theme. it
4: would be for it to be night for five months and you no, just sleep, no. for, Kevin, sleep, that's sleep like, for two that's months? That's how people get depressed. Kevin. Yeah, like, sure. Yeah. People that like you know that aren't me. <laughs> like I would just sleep for a like <laughs> long, long stretch of time there. Paul would not allow you to do that. You know that. Yeah, she would. She'd sleep because it was dark. Kevin, what else are you else you gonna do? Given-
2: Kevin think think about 30 days of night. Vampires. Yeah. Vampires.
4: Sure. It's in Alaska. But for 5 months. Damn. Yeah. Either way, looks beautiful
3: what a joy to have al pacino in a movie you know what i mean usually and here on these interviews, like i said they're just giving us dog shit you know what i mean here's captain well, america here's spider man here's
1: an we actor. Do the irishman in review and we can do <laughs> 14 podcast. hours of al pacino we Ar- do we heat? should do that
4: we should watch heat at some point because him i've and never val seen Kilmer, Heat. i'd love to be fucking kidding me robert de niro's so in that too right
3: and i love val kelmer and i love robert de niro
0: let's watch mccarthy
3: so let's start here. We're talking about nope, Al Pacino. No, the heat, you asshole. <laughs> Insomnia, all right? Keanu Reeves is a lawyer. He's a small-town Funny. lawyer. But then he gets a big case, and he stops it, and then this guy's like, do you want to come work for me? No, Greg, that's the devil's advocate, Greg, and that's awesome.
4: but don't touch.
1: Touch, Touch. but
3: don't taste. Taste, (laughs) Taste. (laughs) but don't enjoy. What a fucking movie, The Devil's Advocate. Are you kidding me right now? Really? (laughs) And that's the thing. The only thing that can top Al Pacino is Al Pacino, and we should do Al Pacino interview. I'm putting it out right now. The motion passes. Andy, put it in the log, please. Captain's log. There it is. Andy's doing it. Thank you very much. Uh, We're flying over Alaska, everybody, in a seaplane. And guess what? It's choppy up here. From Bob's yeah. burger. <laughs> no, not the not the infamous Bob Burger episode. It's called Seaplane. This was a different one. Uh you, you got a lot, a lot of ice up there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And cool. I want you to think about this. Next time you go to the gas station, you get yourself a seven eleven and you get a bag of ice on the way out. Think about Al Pacino. He might have flown over that ice at one point. Because this true. place looks like fucking Krypton up there. I digress. They're flying. It's uh why dormer. are we
4: getting our ice from Alaska still?
1: That's how that's how ice is made. Yeah, what is I don't want your California ice, all
3: right. I've Bullshit seen the ice. warnings. Everything's got everything ice. got that's cancer and causing ingredients here. You know what I mean? Every time I try exactly. to walk into a Buffalo wobbling, it's I gotta be warned. It sucks. Yeah, I digress. We're flying. It's Dormer. It's Hap. They're up there. There's a pilot, too, but he doesn't matter. He doesn't get a name, all right? He's a pilot. He looks pretty young. I wouldn't trust him, but, you know, it's Alaska. You got to do what you got to do. Dad probably got eaten by a bear. Mom kicked by a mule, I think. <laughs> <laughs> They're up there. They're <laughs> flying, right? Actually, now that I've talked about it, I want the pilot's backstory. This sounds fascinating. You know, because I imagine the he mom got kicked by the mule just made it up! <laughs> mom got kicked yeah dad got eaten by the bear more recently and this guy's got to fly the the family business that is planes anyway Greg you could just make up your own backstory he (laughs) just did (laughs) none of that was canon all right Uh, so they're flying up from old LA Los Angeles (laughs) la la land you know what I'm saying
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, they're having a terrible time in this point. Uh, Dormer's going over some case files, looking at some uh, dead photos, or no, photos of a dead person. Meanwhile, Hap's got the fucking LA Times still, and he won't even get his uh, head around the case because he's reading about themselves and an investigation that's been launched into their LAPD uh, department. But we'll talk about that later. Hoo-ah. Hoo-ah. So. Instead, yeah, Dormer lays it out that they're up there, you know, perhaps getting plane sick or whatever. Blah blah. Uh, they land. They're in Alaska. Uh, Hillary Swank, million-dollar baby herself, rolls up, and she's gonna give these two a ride to the police precinct because she's a policeman too. And she's like, guess what? I've all I went to school and I studied your case, uh, Dormer. I just think you're the best. You're you're the cream cheese on my bagel. And he's like, "Thanks, man. That means a lot to me." Wow. And this they're like they're like she's like, "I'll take you to the hotel." He's like, "Fuck the hotel. Let's go straight to the station." She's like, "Yeah, most cases are solved in the first 72 hours." And he's like, "48. Now we've already lost the day." <laughs> and so they drive fucking over to the police station they get to this Alaska police station right and there's just this fucking fat cop there you know what I mean yeah. and he's all like hey yeah, yeah what's up I'm glad you came up here to help me I didn't expect them to send you dormer of course we are old cop friends we go way back to cop school junior year you know what I mean mm-hmm. and he's like yeah that was the time and they a Hogwarts back. exactly like a Hogwarts And so it's like, all right, cool. You're really accepting. You're glad we're here. Uh, Let's get, you know, all the information. Meet the other cops. And we go in there and all the other cops, they fucking hate this guy. And it's mainly the guy from Boston Public. If you remember Boston Public, a great Fox show, this Mm -hmm. is the guy who brought a gun to school. He was the teacher and he brought a gun to school. And that's how we knew he was a bad boy. Yeah. Um,
1: He's there bad with this pencil life. thin was mustache. Was he b- a now.
3: bad boy or was he like no? A... He was a he was a. I don't I, you know. I can't remember. if He was a good teacher, but he's not the teacher who had sex with the student in Boston Public. Oh, so okay. that's Wait. the curve we're grading on. And then also Jerry Hall was in this show. Nick Scarpino.
1: Is this the show with uh, where Drake was on? No, no that's Degrassi, DeGrassi
3: High. You're thinking of Canadian this one. Show Rashida
1: on, Jones was on. Rashida Jones Ooh, uh, first. Oh she was in DeGrassi. Was the,
3: uh, she's awesome. No, no, she was in Boston Public. Oh. Jim. Tim, Harper, I'm putting it on the table too. Boston Public in review. Jim that anyway, just fucked her So these are the pencil thin what? Boston public oh, yeah. cop. He doesn't like this he doesn't like that he's there and he's like mm, and, and he's like dormer's like let's go see the body and he's like it's in the case box it's like i want to see the body why do you want to see the body i got to see the body i'm this thing they eventually go see the body right it's like back down alaska boy all right i don't care how many seals you've clubbed this morning this guy <laughs> Dude, got flown yeah, in yeah. from la for this murder you you're not going to stand in the fucking way get out of the way with your stupid mustache you
4: and your, your stereotypes they're clubbing seals now huh no, no,
3: that's not a stereotype about Alaska people. It's very much this guy from Boston Public, Okay, all right? Thank you. You can thank see you. that as Thanks hand. for the clarification, right. Greg.
0: Yeah. No, good, if good you're stuff. in
3: Alaska right now, I understand you probably just crawled over a moose carcass <laughs> on your way to work. I'm sorry that if you weren't <laughs> by the stereotype, <laughs> I was giving you, all right? Why would you crawl
1: over mo- I mean, that'd be like a lot of blood that you get on yourself with all the decomposition and stuff. Mooses are big. <laughs> oh, I know they are. Well, that's why you got to crawl up them. It's like Everest. You know what that's I mean? Don't walk around them. Crawl up them. They always say you they got walk to. Well, around them. They might You never know what other kind of apex predator is waiting around the body. Think of it like Very Tremors.
3: True. All right. If you're on the rock, you're safe.
1: We are going the gambit today. We are just going the full. You bring a, don't, don't bring Tremors into this unless you're really ready to do Tremors 1. And Tim, review. I'd like to see Tremors interview. review. Andy, and the put him passes. On the
3: Andy, please put it in the log. <laughs> All right, guys. So... <laughs> jen just, so jen just, i see jen come over the slack <laughs> what the fuck are you
0: doing <laughs> anyway
3: what he does the so best they go to see the body now right and mm-hmm. they get down there and he's like it's in the report it's in the report because they're talking about like how she got you know blunt force trauma all this stuff whatever which he's is like, rude this is the it's the like report. stop
4: saying it so much we, we it's fine i'm sure you did your job great he just wants to see it he no. washed her hair
3: after after he killed her, right? He cut her nails. How do you know that? Because the, the paint ain't there. She painted them beforehand. Ooh, ah, and now she cut them. Wow. are ah. like, oh, fuck. This is shit we didn't see. We don't know anything about hair and nails here in Alaska. We're shitty cops. You're a sure. great cop from
2: L.A., apparently. And then meanwhile, Hap's tapping in the newspaper, and he's like, are you? Don't ask any questions. Ooh, I'll ah. tell you what. I'll tell you what. It looks so gross. It was like the actual, like, scissor, like, little tiny scissors cutting the nails. I hate it. I hate it. Yeah. Like, hate I just, it. like, just get some bigger nail clippers. Uh, just the Have idea ever- of. You don't like using uh, little scissors? I can Kevin, I can't deal no. with nail stuff. Every once, while, me. every once in a while. Every once I cannot deal with nail well, stuff, dude. Nick's funny you ever comes.
1: Someone else's nails. No. It is not a pleasant experience. Not pleasant. No.
4: Not pleasant, experience.
2: Not pleasant. I disagree. Tim, uh,
0: Tim Tim God, Tim God, Hold on, Andy. Uh you just said everybody knows you don't like nail stuff. Did anyone here know that? No. Andy, no. can you can you please dive a little deeper into this? Not too deep, but
2: I just I just hate I just can't deal with nail stuff. Whenever there's anything with a nail in a movie where it's uh, where people are getting tortured and they're, like, pulling, oh, pulling off, off, off nails, nails. You know, like yeah, Game of Thrones. So sure. like, I get that, but, yeah. but
0: like, just, just cutting nails? Just what about na- painting just, nails?
2: Just nail stuff. No, no, no. I think that stuff is a little bit more peaceful for sure. But when we start to deal with... They- we have to deal with torture and like weird mu- yeah. nail mutilation. That's where it's just like Andy, I can't do it. Nails what and the, eyes.
4: What if the what if they're Easy, putting course. the old bamboo between the nails Ooh, and the finger? No, you. Can't do that. No. Can't okay. do that.
3: One, uh, it, what yeah. about that old commercial for the foot fungus cream and like the the foot Ooh, fungus they yeah. like lifted the lid and there was oh, all these, like Oh candles. god! Like, oh, disgusting. Can't do it.
4: It made me really commercial. want to buy that. I didn't. I've never had foot fungus. But you want to be prepared. Just, just in case. Just in case. That's the first PG
2: thirteen commercial ever.
4: Nickscarpete.com. What about the seminal
1: scene? In the movie Biodome, where um, Polly Shore is biting um, Stephen Baldwin's nails off, his toenails off with his, with his teeth. I don't remember that scene. Just ripping them off. You like uh, I watched movie? Wild with Reese Witherspoon over the weekend. That how is that? it's that's how was that? hurt. when she hikes across America. Yeah, I yeah. like. That I movie. want to watch it's Into the Wild. You know, with right, we
3: get it. Like I understand. Like you know what I mean? It's, you know, do you want to? Be, you want to be one of these like granola people, right? Who are like, oh, I'm gonna fucking find myself out on the trail. Like you know, that's
2: what I mean. That's what you're getting. You you're gonna I mean? die. I mean, that's the spoiler. What it's happened right? to the What die. happened to the movie with Harrison Ford and the CG dog? Came well, out. That came out. Did it
1: rave reviews? Yeah. Call of the Wild. Yeah, came out. Everyone was like, Harrison Ford. Get off my plane
4: is that call of the wild is that right
1: yeah yeah it's jack london the so... it wasn't an andy circus but it was fake ass andy circus doing his dog
4: impression and it or was really,
1: like they, someone called him and said andy we know that you can do the golem we know that you can do of course planet or of the Gollum. apes but have you ever tried doing a dog and after six months of intensive research andy circus got back to that producer and said i'm fairly confident i can do the call of the wild the the dog, dog. And then like wasn't <laughs> it wasn't no, him. It wasn't him. it was it was Andy Circus. It wasn't Andy Serkis.
2: It wasn't Andy, Andy Serkis, Serkis. I just imagine
1: Andy Serkis. They're like this. Oh, fuck, man. We really need a table. Andy, can you play a table real quick? And he's like, six months of research, and then I can play that table. I need. I to know hope someday you interview
4: from. him and you do a great job. <laughs>
1: Let's put it this way. I would love to interview you. I would t- definitely do a great job. <laughs> Secondly, I wasn't that's not like before. a threat from Kevin. Yeah. <laughs>
4: yeah. <laughs> well, no, he just did a phenomenal interview with uh, Eric Roberts. And it's one of those yeah. things where it's like, I actually would like to see you sit down. Yeah, and too. Oh after, my God. Like, I mean, I two weeks of you doing research nonstop, just watching every movie he's in. And then, love to. yeah, you do a great
1: job. Uh, dude, are you kidding me? I would, I would talk <clears> to him exclusively <throat> about Matt Reeves, Planet of the Apes and how hard that project was, but I, I haven't watched the third not one here. Yet, so know. I have,
2: it's really good. They're all good. Yeah. Anyway, Pacino's who lying over there. Hoo-wah. Oh, hoo-wah. <laughs>
3: and so he's like, All right, I've seen enough of this dead Jeez. body. Take me to her house. And he's like, It's in the report. And he's like, If you say it's in the report one more time, I'm going to show you why do. these my are registered weapons. And wow. they're like, Oh my God, these are a the go. Yeah. And so they go to the house and they start digging through her room like real creeps. You know what I mean? These just. They're getting off on it, but they're going through the trash and they find a photo torn in, or they find the a photo they? torn half on top of it. Then they go through the trash. They find the second part. Who is this? It's her best friend. Funny. It doesn't look. Who doesn't look like a best friend. Man, who? I, you know, because she tore it up and threw it halfway. And they find books there, and they find a necklace there that's very expensive. They find a very expensive dress there that no could her boyfriend could her boyfriend afford this. It's they design designer, and they say no, of course not. He's he's a high school student. High school students can't afford that. We've never heard of cocaine and how you could sell that and flip it for. We've never played Chinatown Wars, and they're like, all oh, well, right, that's it. Let's fucking get his ass in here. I want to talk to him right now. And they're like, all right, cool, but like, let's go to school. Let's grab him. I want to make a big statement. And they're like, it's 10 o'clock. And he's like, I know it's 10 o'clock. You don't go to fucking school in Alaska? And they're like, it's 10 o'clock at night.
2: And he's like, oh, I got played. Oh. You know what I mean? He does that. Oh, Al Pacino. I, I wasn't sure. I thought you were going to go, oh, ah, ah.
0: Yeah, I thought the best
2: of too. We're close. We're
0: close yeah, to we're, that. I, we'll but see. I, Just don't do
2: force it. I do like the line that he responds to. Where it's very much like an old, like, grandfather kind of talking to you like yeah of course i knew about the sun Wait, yeah it was d- cute, it was know cute. About yeah yeah yeah. yeah. yeah he talk, he, 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 you didn't know that app
3: i'm like ah oh, man yeah. him and happer thickest thieves i love it jump cut yeah. over to the restaurant here now uh, or at the oh. hotel where they check in and uh you know haps kind of flirty with the with the woman who's running the front desk who's the woman of course from news radio whose actual name escapes me but We're i know returning her. thank you love very much her. Yeah, she was great. Her and
1: Dave Foley. Remember, they had a whole – Dude, if you've never seen news radio, and I don't know if it's – I don't think it's streaming anywhere, which is a travesty. It's a great show. Phil Hartman's best work.
4: What's her name? What
1: about Boston Public? Is that a good show? Actually, it was a good show. Yeah, that was one with James Bader and uh, James T. Kirk, right? No, no, no. That was – I'm sorry. That was Boston Legal. Boston Boston Legal Legal is what Boston Public is the one you were referring to. Boston Boston Legal, Legal, a,
3: a sequel to The Practice, remember, which was another good show for a while there. Was it really? Yeah. I I mean, I grew up liking it. I don't know if I was good or not. I remember watching it. Dylan
4: McDermott, uh, Laura, Laura Flynn Boyle. You know, you know what I mean? no, I'm, I'm liar. not a liar, liar. yeah, I was about better. to say Mara, whatever her name is, was in Liar, Liar. Remember her? Yeah, she was the she wife. was the she mom. was the, the mom in my. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, great. they She's check in me. there, and Hap's kind of flirting with her, and then
3: Dormer's like just a business. And Hap makes a funny comment about underneath his like you know laughable exterior or whatever, he's very down to business. Like, and then he's like, "Do you have a restaurant? Yeah, we do. It's about to close. We'll be fast." They go over there. All they got is halibut. Because again, I, we're we're in what Nightshade, Alaska, something like that. It's got a cool name.
2: Uh, Nightmute. Night Which totally it totally halibut. sounds like a, a world in a in a remedy game
3: totally. You know what I mean? 100. <laughs> uh, it's the halibut capital of the world list. That's all on the menu, and so they're making Halibut's fun of that. Delicious. And then, and then uh, you know, uh fish shocks. Uh, Pacino goes. okay. Well, we do what they have for oh, dinner.
1: Okay. Uh, uh, dinner is- yeah. Now, if you eat halibut, you when they when you order it, you can say, "I'll have the halibut just for the halibut." Thank you, Nick.
3: I, okay. I wasn't. You know, that turn you around. No, no, <laughs> no, it doesn't. You know what I
1: mean,
4: Greg? How do you uh, feel about ceviche? Yeah, no, okay. that's raw, right? The guac yeah. mixed in. Yeah, no, raw well, fish. I mean, is it's great. not. It's, it's cooked in the the lemon juices. Okay, then
3: ceviche in general just gets passed. Wait, on Wait, so list.
2: raw fish is okay, but cooked fish isn't? Yeah oh my god
3: you're, you're a shit. special boy
2: fuck bitch <laughs>
1: you know.
3: Andy again I, here's the thing everybody else here man. wants to dunk on me I understand it but they're allowed to because they've eaten things alright shut up with your no mac and cheesy you're worse true, than me and I want you, you to know that I want you yeah, to yeah, look at right. I don't I don't really your camera right man, now. But he's look at right. my fucking eyes Andy you're an American right? who's never had a fucking corn look at me look at me jokes aside motherfucker I'm saying you're worse than me on the spectrum of things you don't eat and don't like alright so let that sink in tonight when you go back to that little fucking bed. (laughs) All right? That little (laughs) purple bed that I want to curl up so
1: bad and I want you to go back and think about it. But Everyone on the internet thinks, you think I'm bad,
2: they think you're worse. You didn't know where to go with that. (laughs) He got there, though. (laughs) do I ever ever know where I'm going going at any point when I jump? This is the fun
3: thing about improv, and this is why I think the Upright Citizens Brigade sucks. They make such a big deal about it. Look at us here. Look at us. We're doing it. Look at this. Oh, my God, it's a taco. You know what I mean? Anything can be anything. (laughs) They say say the best improv happens. It's I it's fucking amazing. came up with the pilot's backstory in two seconds. You don't see me getting any Emmys over here.
4: I digress. That's true. Mara Tierney was in the UCB. <laughs> Just a fun little anecdote. Who is that? <laughs> what? The... The uh,
1: who's uh who's The person from uh, New oh right. news What's radio it? woman. Yeah, I think she. Yeah. I think Dave. <laughs> oh, the news radio
4: woman.
0: <laughs> why I didn't give, you fucking say? Guys, why I would give, you say the person that's in the movie we're
3: watching? <laughs> I give you the shorthand for the names. All right, <laughs> Pilot Pete is one man. The news Pilot radio Pete. lady is the, the
1: check. on the name Pilot Pete is Dormer. We got, hat,
3: is, we got, is warmer, we got Million Dollar Baby. We got Boston <sighs> Public Teacher with a bad mustache. Do I need to
1: fucking send you notes beforehand so you can I'm, keep up, Greg? Yeah, Nick. I'm fucking tack on with you right now. Nick, we are, wonder, we are, are you we're tandem skiing? tandem skiing right now, and You've we're going down that hill. TA perfectly. tandem I'm glad, right? I'm the skiing. Sir, you're the
4: TA, all right. And I Thank need you, you to keep these kids in line, all right. Wait, oh, real quick. How does tandem skiing work? Do you no, each have a ski and you're holding hands, or? I
1: don't think it's a real thing. Truth be told, it came out of my mouth, and I think it's just skiing. <laughs> anyway, it's a joke.
4: And then half like, all right, listen, Dormer, we're about to
3: have a delicious meal of fish here because everyone in the world likes fish or tricks themselves into like fish uh what i'd like to tell you is i'm about to ruin your entire fucking life uh that back home all these people are coming at us you know because of the murder investigation and i'm just gonna i'm gonna flip on everybody i'm gonna i'm gonna make a deal and dormer's like you're kidding right come on we've been together for 45 years here right you came out of the womb with a gun you and i went to work that's how it is and he's like listen i'm gonna keep your name out of it and dormer's like how do you fucking keep my name out of it you do this everybody walks free all right ivy harley the joker yep. they're all out carte <laughs> blanche right if, they, if, this, if my career goes down this way all the scumbags in la they get let loose again you know what i mean anthony carboni back on the streets we can't have this sure, and sure. half's like listen i gotta cut a deal i got a wife i think i have a kid i'm
1: not 100% sure he I'm does back. he does.
3: <laughs> you know what i mean like i gotta look out for myself here i get immunity they i'll keep your name and dormer's like you're
2: you're you're fucking you can't do this. Great. But, you made a backstory for the pilot. I'm sure you could do it for app. Well, <laughs> they,
4: they, you know, they made my implications. Fact.
2: I don't want to screw it up for you guys. You know what I mean?
3: The, didn't they also, make impl- what spice are sitting next to you? What spice do you have riding shotgun right now
2: over there? Right here. Yeah. Uh, crushed red pepper. Great. Okay. Just is make that sense. for your pizza. Yeah. You you pizza? Oh, 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 oh. oh, yeah. yeah okay. uh,
4: so th- at this point, they imply that he's like, ah, oh, you're not going to get in trouble for, for like messing with a drug dealer, right? So he that uh, his partner had been stealing like getting money from drug dealers is that that, that what the implication is no, I don't know I, that.
1: they just they just said that Dormer, Dormer at one point Dormer only crossed the line once and it was to to plant this Dorm, evidence right. and it was going to like. And so I think but his, his partner, partner being corrupt would have come back badly on him. And yeah, would it have, right. would have just you know, unraveled the entire department. Yeah, yeah. But, but gonna, his partner like, be had been doing fine. other stuff, right? Yeah. His partner okay. had been like was on the take or something weird yeah, like yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah. or had, had was a little bit like he was implicated in a lot more things. But yeah. Al Pacino, I think, was like, if you go down this road. Ie is looking for a reason to burn me down. They're going to use you, flip you on me. It's going to happen. He's like, "No, we're not going to do that." And he's like, "I'm going to fucking shoot you in the mist, man."
4: Girls cool. in the uh, mist? Bah, bah, bah. Don't, don't. And
1: I mean, that's the, you know, I mean, it's it's irrelevant
3: to our current predicament. But this is one of those things of like if this movie you watch. You're like, man, all cops are bastards.
4: Look at they're all just what are they? Are they they're standing in the way of justice. In truth, really. Like, it, it, I remember growing up, this made me have, and I didn't fall asleep yet. um just, just to again. clarify, I hadn't fallen asleep, so I remember this part of the movie. This made me, like, fucking hate the uh, the – what is it called? the
0: Internal Affairs? Internal oh, Affairs. IA. Everyone IA. hates oh, yeah. IA, man. Which is one of those things
4: where it's like, yeah, fuck them. IA. Why are they investigating these guys so hard? <laughs> Internet Explorers. <laughs> I am like, that's not really – Everyone hates the
1: Internet explores. <laughs> it's true. always – it's, it's IAD is what they always call it, right? Internal Affairs Department. I've IAD always heard IA. IA. IA, IA yeah. yeah. IA, yeah.
4: Internal
3: yeah. yeah.
1: There's a great movie called Internal Affairs starring Andy Garcia and Richard Gere. And then Richard Gere plays the corrupt cop and Andy Garcia tries to stick it to him great
3: um so this time though like uh, news radio woman comes over and she's like what well, can i get you guys and dormer's like i lost my appetite oh, wow. and he goes upstairs and he's he, we get a shot of the clock and i forget what time it is i think it's midnight and like we get it's all bright in the room like he, you know it's fucking bright in here man you know what i mean he's oh and he like he like, he can't sleep this is the start of the movie insomnia you'll see guys it'll develop as we go and so uh, and the next morning, uh, you know, Hillary Swank, Million Dollar Baby, she's out there. She picks him up. She takes him down to the cop station uh, or maybe they go straight to the school. But it doesn't matter because they go there. And this is the big reveal in the movie, guys. They walk in and who is the boyfriend? It is Avery from Nashville. I oh, would yeah, have this- told you everybody who got their start on Nashville, got their start on Nashville, never did anything before. Never been in a talkie before. But here we are. It's Avery himself who had one of the best redemptions in nashville throughout the seven seasons or whatever where he started you remember this right where he started and he totally fucked over Scarlett. then he went and he was he had this like pervy like manager type woman who was like fucking him and then making him produce music he didn't want and then he burned his masters and they were like you will never work in nashville or the music industry i remember again. that for a long time right, he did yeah. it, but then he started up with the x's but then he he got a he was backup uh, like guitar for juliet barnes then he fell in love with juliet barnes then they had a kid wait then, the show takes life, place
4: in nashville
3: Correct. And in real life, Hayden Penitary had a kid, and she's like, "I'm kind of doing the postpartum thing. I can't do the show anymore." And they were like, "No big deal. You take as much time as you need." She left. He took care of the kid. Then she came back. It was a big, you know, bruhaha about how they were gonna take care of each other. It was, you know, it was a great show. Nashville. You should all watch it. Uh, anyway, they drag his ass in, and he's like, "I'm a little kid," and they're like, "You fucking did it. You killed her. Whatever, man." And he's and like, "No, nah, man." And they're just like, and like he's getting real animated. and Dormer, you're, Dormer? cool as a cucumber. This you know is the I
2: mean? dumbest. This, this scene sucks because I'll tell you what. You're a high high school kid. You are not reacting this way in front of cops who think that you may have murdered your ex-girlfriend. Like, there's no way that you are this calm, cool, and like, you got
0: nothing on me. You don't understand being white. Things are different for these white boys out there. They don't give a fuck.
2: Really? Because I feel I feel like anybody that young would be terrified and be like, "I didn't fucking do this. Why you like?" There's no possible way that you that I killed my. Not a chance. Like I'd be freaking out, be panic attack nonstop. I
4: I think that it being a small town like really made it like, you know, he pulls him in a little bit later and he's like, "I'm not one of these guys that grew up with you that know you and like previously." Your hard ass shit isn't working with me. I know what you really. are. Previously we had heard yeah. him kind of talking with um the lady cop was it Hillary Swank. Yeah. And it, yeah. you know she had all the information where she was like, "Oh, he dates this girl and uh this is their friend." And I don't think that was research. I think it's just it's a small enough town that everybody knew, I, knows each other. I just feel like he needed to like he could have at least in this scene he might as well
2: have said the line of like, "Good luck. Good luck having that hold up in court." You know, like
3: yeah, he, he was he just missing that
2: one, one line. Yeah. Exactly. Especially
3: though, they wash their hands of them and they're like, you think Can you did move it? your mic down? Dormer's like, no. Yeah, you're out of focus, Timmy. Uh, and, and he's like, No, so let's just go back to this the police station, eat some donuts, figure this out. So they go back to the police station, and then when they get there, guess what? They found her backpack. It was out by some stupid cabin or whatever. And they're like, oh, holy shit. So they open up the thing and what do they find? A bunch of books. This is important. They have books in there, everybody. Because they're all school books. <laughs> they have books in Alaska. They're <laughs> one book written by a guy, all right? And it's gonna be very important, but we don't know that right now. But we kind of page through it and like, all right, cool, that's done. So that's good. That's done. And then you know, Dormer's big move is, hey, fill this back up with just random ass garbage. Go put it back and then let's get on every radio station, uh, telegraph, wire service, uh, computer terminal and say, hey, we're looking for this backpack. Uh, does he put a reward on it? I forget, but we're looking for this backpack so that he, people know where to go or whatever and find it or whatever. And they're like, and then he's like, I know this isn't the most by the book play. You know, maybe we shouldn't do it. Well, I'm like, no, we got to do it. Dormer. You're the man. We, miss, we love you, Dormer. That's why we brought you up here. And it's the same reason why like the, the chief's like, listen, I know he, the chief's like, uh, he's big and fat still. And he's like, listen, I know the fucking LA people got in your head about shit, but that's not how it is up here. All right. We're just fucking, we are human beings taking care of other human beings and shooting mooses on sight. That's what we do up here. There's less, yeah. there's less red tape up here. Once, you
4: know I mean? once, once climbing the climbing moose gets here. a taste for human flesh, they don't stop. Yeah, Thank they you, Kevin. Have you ever
1: arrested a killer whale? They were like, we think the killer whale did it. Let's go get him. Go get him for the <laughs> name. Uh, yeah. Him. Remember?
4: It was, uh, He's like, i being stereotypes, right?
1: <laughs> Is that what it was?
4: Yeah, the killer whale killed the dude. I mean, the, the, oh, man, the dude went the in there.
2: there. Bad idea. Looking Not for trouble.
3: Uh, and so they, they do that, and then they're like, all right, we're going to plant the bag back where it was, then do a stakeout around the bag. Then when the guy comes to get the bag, we got him. Done. Easy mm-hmm. peasy, lemon squeezy. We got this one. I get to go back to L.A. So they all get in their little groups around this cabin. And sure as shit, here comes some moron in a green jacket. He's going to pick up the bag. You know what I mean? And as he gets there, Dormer is like, give me the megaphone or whatever. And stupid ass little, little young buck cop who tries to hand him the megaphone. They hit the wink, wong, button. In, and the fucking guy like, freaks out. On me, and he runs <laughs> in the cabin. And they're off. like, Fuck, just fucking go. Everybody go. And they all run to the cabin. And they're all like, you know, doing. They're like, oh, man, is it in there? They open the door. And they go in there. And then there's a couple planks removed. Dude went through the base of the cabin like a wood chuck I was like wait Is wait, there a- a- <laughs> yep. i had the picture and i was like woodpecker that ain't right hold on like a wood
0: <laughs> <Chuck>.
3: <laughs> he dropped down and he just ran away so everybody's like all right fucking let's go so they drop down they're in different teams or whatever and they start running uh as soon as they get you know out there it's like foggy and they're kind of in like a riverbank and like oh man what the hell's going on and then uh, uh the stupid cop with the stupid megaphone button he gets shot in the leg by the bad guy you're like, oh fuck! There he is in his green jacket, and he the cop goes down. And he's like, "Are you okay?" He's like, "Yeah, just get this son of a bitch." And Dormer's like, "You got it, man." And so they run. He runs off, and there's a bunch of camera swirls, and we're like, "Wait, where are we in the woods anymore?" There's some trees. There's a lot of fog over here. I don't understand what's happening. And so then, uh, the a guy appears in front of Dormer, and Dormer's like, "It's the guy because of the green jacket," and he shoots, and then that guy drops, and then he runs over there. And guess what? It wasn't. It wasn't the dude. It wasn't the mm-hmm. bad guy, guy even it's though like a revolver dropped right next to him. Very interesting. Dormer picks that up. Uh, it's hat. Hap's been shot, and so Dormer gets down. He tries to put pressure on the wound or whatever for Hap, and Hap ain't buying it immediately. It's like, did you do this on purpose? Like, he well, he's more like, <laughs> you know, he, yeah. he's like, did you do are this on you? purpose? Like, you know what I mean? Like, you want to get rid of me? And Dormer's like, no, man. Listen, yeah, we're out here fucking hunting some weirdo. I think it's Robin Williams. And they're like, no, it's like, yeah, what are we gonna do? And then like, Hap just fucking dies, and then Dormer goes, man down. We got a man
2: down, over man. And so like, they all come over. I, like, oh, uh, my God. like right off the bat, obviously, you can't have this movie without this being. Without this happening, this is the whole crux of the damn issue that uh, Al Pacino deals with for the rest of the movie. Yeah, but don't you just go like, "Look, man, I fucked up. Like it was foggy out here. I thought he was the bad guy. Like you know, I've, you'll probably get taken off the case, but
3: yeah. But I think that the, the
2: truth. You know, yeah.
3: But with the he already doesn't trust IA. He already has them breathing out his neck about this other framing, and let alone I, I assume the other frame job that he did. And on top of that just in general, his department being rotten. I feel like his concern is that if he says this, he's for sure done. And then it's what we just talked about at dinner where the whole thing unravels, where they look into every one of his cases. And I, I, you know, I don't think he I, was on the up and up for most or a lot of that's the
1: whole the whole I, point of the movie also is that one bad decision like throws you off course for the rest of your life. And you keep having to chase that, which is why like we needed to see that for the very, very end shot where she's about yeah. to throw a bullet away and he stays her hand and he's like, don't go down that road. Like I'm just thinking logically
2: w- when this happened, I didn't think this would be the, what the movie was about.
1: <laughs> like, no, Andy, when if, I shot, shot, if I shot you, I'd be like I shot him and people were like, I get it.
2: And yeah, then yeah, like, they'd be like, was it foggy? It'd be like, nah, was it foggy? And I said, no first no question. question, was it we foggy? We were, we
1: were at a Wendy's. <laughs> <laughs> we were in the parking lot of a Wendy's. <laughs>
3: yeah, they made a lot in the movie too, right? It's the small things, or he says it, it's the small things. So I think it, yeah. they want it to be, and granted taking a life isn't a small thing, but I think it is like that tiny little decision that then once you're on that track, he feels fucked and he can't get off of. Yeah. Which is yeah. interesting and leads to places.
0: Andy uh, and Kevin, why is Al Pacino's name what it is? No. Al? Well, in the movie.
1: Dormer, because he's related to oh,
0: Natalie Dormer. Sleep.
1: Dormir?
2: Dormir. Yeah, it's more, it's oh. closer to the
4: French,
0: right? They, uh, the fact I read said Spanish. Yeah. So yeah, his, yeah. his name Little is close meme, yeah. to sleep in Spanish. So cool. That's, yeah. stuff for you.
2: that's cool. That's cool. He was so by the end. Yeah, man, it should have been Mimi's. Have you ever heard Mimi's? That's, so no, that's a great I cafe. Never said I said that. Of my parents. Really? Oh wow! That's okay. Mimis. I guess it's such a. So what your yeah, it's, like say a Mex- to you? it's a Mexican American thing. Like yeah, every kid, like ah, uh, time for mimis. like you know, like dormir mimis. you know. Yeah. My grandma
1: used to call pooping your pants kiki. She said you gotta make a kiki. <laughs> okay, so not pooping your pants,
4: just pooping. Well, I
1: used to, yeah. Like, I was did kid, you poop your pants angry. a lot? Like, I well, I was worried about it. I was always worried about kiki. pooping my pants. As Greg always was, but Greg, not to the that extent that...
4: where Greg was. He, he had a bucket,
1: now, it, right? The 80s, there's three things that are super scary in the 80s, guys. Of course, quicksand, lasers, and pooping your pants in public. You just never yeah. knew when any of those things were going to pop up. They were true. terrifying.
2: That's true. So so she swapped one vowel for the other, like Kaka and Kiki. Kiki, she's like, you going to make a Kiki? Nikki,
1: you got to make a Kiki? And I'm like, Grandma, I'm going to make a Kiki. And then she had all these weird – like, my grandmother was really into, um, like – the, the tissue holders that were mirrored, but like the crack mirrors, you know, those things like where you took a bunch <laughs> of mirrors and it makes it. So everything was reflective. So no matter where I looked, I could always see a little bit of myself taking a kiki.
3: Here's my question. And this is one I don't expect us to have an answer for, but I'd love you to tweet at me, ladies and gentlemen, with as little context as you can. If you are raised in a country that uses the bidet, do children use the bidet? At what point does a kid? Why would the children not use like the
4: that? bidet? That's like because they're dumb kids. They want to make kiki. Now, here's <laughs> <Right>? my question. <laughs> You yeah. know when, when little kids are learning to use the to- the potty, they have a little fake potty that they go yeah. in? Yeah. Sure. Do they have a little, little yeah, dude, kid's was, bidet you, you, that you, they you learn in? You orri- originally no, 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 no. I'm saying the kids I'm learn with the bidet. The These kids, kids aren't you, wasting their time wiping their ass. They figured out a system that works better for the whole continent, you know?
0: Nick's grandma said, "Nikki, you got a kiki? And Nick goes, Grandma, I got a can key.
2: But, too, I picture him like a, I picture him 17 years
4: old. <laughs> <It's like weird laughs> I, did, Andy, Andy, I did too with the stupid ponytail <laughs> and his little major bat, you know. The
2: okay. Okay. Beautiful, Nick.
4: okay.
1: Nick tries to share a, a, a beautiful story <laughs> when a he was a child tale. and a, gra- a beautiful Nick, memory Nick. of his grandmother and then and now oh, i like, <laughs> you like
4: Nick, i was just monster. i was just telling you what i pictured when you said it that's all
1: What's what's sad is i actually pictured myself 17 wearing a hoodie with the with the, <laughs> with the ponytail but i was like no that can't have been right i must have been. my grandma died when i was in like no it could have been it could have been <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know I, mean? I also used to call 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 take my time there. do you guys ever like take your time when you're in the bathroom you stay in there for like an hour i mean, out. out it's People
4: are like what's he less doing than three, than three minutes or something's really business? wrong that's business. that's
3: the weird thing to think about too right is like we didn't have phones back then no you would go in there and be there forever what the fuck are you doing Get air, air conditioning getting distracted it was air conditioning <laughs> we we'd have very because that vent would hit you you're just sitting there oh yeah getting hit by that van it's, on a hot summer day mom's
1: been on my back all day about that fucking paper i gotta write i just want to yep. chill in here you're totally. not gonna ask any questions and then inevitably 25 yeah. minutes in you'd get this what are you doing in there making a exactly.
3: <laughs> so, they so run over and they're like oh my god what happened he's like the bad guy shot him and he ran that way he's like oh fuck all right great thanks dorma and then, uh, yeah, he's dead, and so then we're back to the police station, everybody there's, and he's he's doubling down. Like, I got shot and then ran off this way, and blah, 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 and then he has to call the uh, widow, and I think, yeah, the kid answers, and then he talks to the widow, and she's like, just promise me this. You don't arrest him. You fucking kill him. Bring, Bring kill him to son of a bitch. And he's like, wow, I got it. Wow. Ooh. And so then he leaves, and he walks home, and he pukes in an alleyway, and he sees a dead dog. Is what you guys said? Because on, yeah. on my screen, it was just a sea of black and an eyeball, and I'm like, That's a dead something. I don't know what I'm watching this HBO Max version of this. I don't know what I'm seeing, but cool enough. Um, Then he goes back to his hotel. Um, the woman there, uh news radio woman, she already knew about it because it's a small town. She's like, he was right here the other day, and he's like, wow. And then she's like, well, the phone rings, and it's for you, and it's the guy, wah. and it's guy from IA, and he's like, I'll take it. And he's basically, and the guy's like, oh man, sucks. Your partner got killed. He was going to tell me a lot of information. Huh? That's pretty convenient. He's like, don't fucking talk to me. Wow, you did this. Wah, wah. you don't know what it's like. You, you are a pencil pusher. You sit behind a desk. You know what I mean? He doesn't understand what's fucking going on. Fucking IA slams the fucking phone down. You're a fake cop you're not a real cop and so he does that and then he goes upstairs and he can't sleep because of the insomnia and of course he murdered his friend and now he's lying about it like to him all around but it was you know I mean?
4: an accident though right friendly fire happens all the time
3: was, i agree that it was an accident but then he does the lie and he's committed now you know sure. what i mean like, i mean he, yeah, he, he's not, the, he the, saw the, an the,
4: easy out right like right no, now man. if you accidentally kill nick you're yeah. lying about it right
3: I, you know me. I'm too. Uh, we'll pure. help you
4: find the body, uh, hide the body. Find the body. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Found it. I don't think it was lost. been right here the whole time. Thanks, <laughs> Kev. Yeah, Kevin just looks at you like, I'm out of ideas. <laughs> this is all I do. Guys. This is all I bring to the table. <laughs> I, can <laughs> I, can <laughs> I can sniff a body out like no message. <laughs> no one's business.
2: <laughs> tired,
3: of course, and we get basically that. Guess what? It's pretty much the perfect crime. The stupid guy who hit the megaphone button, he's racked with guilt by hitting the megaphone button and also didn't see shit. He doesn't know what the fuck's going on. Uh, we get a we get million dollar baby shit. She's out there trying to reconstruct the crime, and nobody's really taking it seriously, right? Because she's the only one who wants to be an actual cop. Everybody else just likes the badge and the outfit, so they're not like, "I don't want to lay down. Oh, I don't want to do this." Blah, blah, blah. And she's putting together. She's like, and "Then he says it ran this way, and like, oh. and it's totally clear now, which sucks." And so they're like looking for stuff, and they, they, It's they can't find the bullet, the other bullet on the over there. They're like, oh, that's that sucks. I mean, he's like, "This is great for me." and then he goes to investigate the bot to see hap's body right and get the evidence and the coroner's like oh man you came yourself no big deal here's the fucking bullet and he's like thanks Ooh, ah. and he takes it and he's like i'll take it for Ooh, ah. and then what he does is he waits till nighttime or it is nighttime i forget and he takes the gun that he still has from the killer goes down the same alley he puked in goes back to the dead dog slash maybe dead moose shoots that thing then pulls out the bullet then goes home cleans it puts it back in the evidence thing drops it off guess what the bullet that killed Hap is now the same bullet from the same gun that k- shot the other guy in the leg. And so it's like, you know, this sucked. I hate that it had to happen this way. But, hey, we're getting out of this thing scot-free. I can accept this.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: I'm I'm Dormer. And so he's like, no harm, no foul. I'm going to lay down. And he guys, lays down. He's like, I'm finally going to get some sleep. Yeah.
4: I just want to say if any of you guys accidentally kill me while trying to hunt down a killer and yeah. you can make it look like the killer did it, go for it. You know what I mean? Make it harder okay. for the killer. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate
1: it, so, Kevin. That. Yeah, that's really good of you. That. Also, I'll just mm-hmm. say this, Kevin. If we're in Alaska and I accidentally killed you, I would eat you. Is that okay,
4: Nick? That that's really heartwarming. I would. Nick, I would. I would want you to be. A you partner. wouldn't need to do that
0: because you have so many options to eat. Options like our sponsor, HelloFresh, ladies and gentlemen. You can get fresh, pre-measured ingredients and mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door with HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit in Alaska. Last I heard, in America. Uh, HelloFresh lets you skip those trips to the grocery store and makes home cooking easy and affordable. Uh, HelloFresh offers so many recipes to choose from each week to help you break out of your recipe rut. Here's the deal. Here it Kind of Funny, we've been talking a lot about burgers. It's been Burger City, um, and I've been wanting a burger real bad. And recently... Gia made some burgers thanks to HelloFresh, and it was fantastic. Uh, HelloFresh's pre-portioned ingredients mean there's less prep for you and less food waste. The packaging HelloFresh uses to ship your food is almost entirely made from recyclable and or already recycled content. Um, feeding the whole family's never been easier with larger box sizes for more servings and more savings. you got a ton of options here. It's really clear. The website is really simple to use for, to get exactly what you're trying to get. Uh, it's America's number one meal kit. Why wouldn't you try it? You know you can go to HelloFresh.com slash 80morning and use code 80morning to get a total of $80 off. That's why it's in the promo code, uh, including free shipping on your first box. Additional restrictions apply. Please visit HelloFresh.com for more details. Again, that is HelloFresh.com slash 80morning to get that sweet, sweet deal. Uh, next up, I want to talk about MeUndies. Have you ever seriously considered the underwear that graces your nether regions? you've got some important stuff down there you know that you should be like checking out what's going on right now i'm wearing some i got some sweet pineapples on them uh, they're a little shiny every once in a while i like to, to shine kev you got some going on
4: i just ordered a 10 pack and i just got the socks they're very good. comfortable
0: good greg you feeling good you have that micro modal on yeah i got the camo on
2: i got Ooh, my new three pack in finally yes you did yes you did yeah. of course i'm
0: wearing the shirt i'm wearing the lounge pants You can't see them, but I'm not going to stand up. Just trust me. I also have. Keep in mind,
2: everybody, that of the ten meundies packs that I own, or meundies uh, pairs that I own, I've I've bought eight of them. Keep that in mind, everybody.
0: Keep that in mind. mind. They're They're fantastic. fantastic. MeUndies has a great offer for you guys right now. Any first-time purchasers, you can get 15% off and free shipping. Uh, this is a no-brainer, especially because they have a 100% satisfaction guarantee. To get your 15% off your first order, go to MeUndies.com slash morning. That's MeUndies.com slash morning for 15% off your first order. Do it. MeUndies.com slash morning. And finally, shout-out to ExpressVPN. Uh, here's the thing. Nick. You don't need to tell me what it was. But when was the last time you searched for something online that you wouldn't want others knowing about? This morning, probably. Yeah, probably. You should be using (laughs) ExpressVPN, man. Your internet service provider can see every single thing uh, that you're searching for, even if you're in incognito mode. That's why. You should be checking out ExpressVPN and using it. Uh, It doesn't matter if you get your internet from Verizon or Comcast or Sonic or anywhere. ISPs in the U.S. can legally sell your information to ad companies. That's real bad. Uh, ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites that you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. ExpressVPN is available on all your devices, your phones, your smart TVs, your computers, everything uh protect your online activity today with the vpn rated number one by cnet and wired visit the link at expressvpn.com slash morning you can get three months free on a one-year package that's expressvpn.com slash morning e-x-p-r-e-s-s vpn.com slash morning to learn more and to get an extra three months free on a one-year package back to the plot
3: so he's like "I i got away with it I nailed it. I can finally get some sleep. And he lays down and he starts to drift off and the phone rings and Ugh. he answers it. Who is it? The genie from Aladdin, Robin Williams himself. Wishes. Mm-hmm. The three wishes. Three wishes. Don't fuck me <laughs> is a wish. Number three. And <laughs>
1: don't fuck me. It <laughs> turns <don't> out. <laughs> remember that? That was, was a great game. Of it was it was a word show. There though. Yeah. <laughs> I think fuck it was me. me. Don't fuck with me. I mean either way, don't fuck I mean, me actually, yeah it's true. don't fuck me on this. Don't yeah, fuck me, me over, really over on this. Yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, like I, mean, I don't,
0: don't know. know, don't fuck me kinda like I guess with no it sounds waste of the three wishes. Yes, <laughs> yeah. It was don't fuck with me. Like, don't fuck Was me he over. trying, trying fuck to fuck you? <laughs>
3: I understand. Again. See if you did if you miss this old game over, Greg Show, remember it's that genies always have some kind of fucking caveat on this. So you always, always. use your third wish of don't fuck me over. Don't fuck with me. Don't fuck Okay. Everybody happy now the words are there? All right. So anyways, it's Robin Williams. Uh guess what? He's the killer uh he saw everything happen he can he admits that he knows everything here he's like listen dormer i saw it all and i'll keep your secret you keep my secret keep stop looking for me it won't be a big deal no big deal no harm no foul but you know did you kill hat because of uh, the investigation uh you know whatever you in dormer's like playing defense for a while here and then eventually they hang up he's like fuck it's not the perfect oh. crime somebody fucking knows and i need to get to him and stop him
2: so Robert now won't. so good Robin Williams. He's yeah, he, he can be so, 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 so good terrifying. As a creepy actor.
4: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He did some movie, one hour photo. Yeah. The same uh, year. Yeah. Oh, really? really? Wow. Well, his Same year,
0: two thousand two. Both the both the dramatic Robin Williams movies came out. Terrifying.
4: Wow. Terrifying in it, and he he Someone's does it
3: in this too. Lame. And so uh, Dormer's like, "Fuck! Somebody else knows. Somebody else I have to take care of, and I can't do this through official police channels for the most part." And so what he does now is uh, go to the funeral. Because it's the funeral now for uh, the woman who was murdered, uh, Kay Connell. Kay. Mm. Uh, mm. Time to go to her funeral. He goes there. Guess what? Avery from Nashville there with the best friend, very cuddly. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Clearly, there's mm. something going on there. And Dorm was mm. like, whoa, I'll get to the bottom of this house. <sighs> and so, uh, you know, uh, uh, Hillary Swank tries to talk to him for a little bit, and he's like, whatever. And then he fucks off. And then he goes over there while Avery's getting on his motorcycle with the best friend. And he's like, why don't I give a ride on my whoa? And he's like, why would he want? Why would she want to go with you? And he's used to to like, I'll go with you. And so they get in the car. And uh, very weird. Well, she's, you know.
4: They just want to leave that town, Andy. I think they all just any want to get way, out of that town, Andy, any by way any possible.
3: means necessary, yeah. yeah. She gets in there. She starts getting all flirty, and she's pulling up her skirt on the side and stuff like this. And Dormer ain't having it, right? He's trying to get information here about this. Like, you know, what's going on? You know, Clearly, that's her boyfriend, but she's all over there uh, grabbing – or he's over there grabbing on you. He's like, I want to play a game. Oh, wow. And, he, you know, he, he goes like he's going to go chicken with the, the semi-truck and the last second they get out of that. And then they pull over to a garbage dump. And she's like, wait a minute, why are you doing this? Line? And he's like, I know everything. This is why they found her in a pile of garbage. And, you know, you're at the funeral and he's grabbing your ass and this is happening. Clearly, a torn up photo. Like, that was, it was all about this. And she's like, well, she had a secret too. She was seeing this guy. And he's like, who's the guy? And she's like, I don't fucking know. she'd never tell me her name. It was, he was going to get her out of this town, as we were just saying. He was going to get me, you, you know, it was going to be her escape plan. It was her secret. Yada, yada, yada. And so he's like, but you talked to her about it. What did she call him? And she called him Brody. Brody is the name she, that it was. And he's like, ah, okay, cool. Uh, Brody, thank you. That's enough to go on. And so, uh, you know, he gets rid of her or whatever. And then he looks at the book, and the book says the guy's name, right? And it's, but it's like, uh, what, what, I forget name. the age. Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> I knew the author. I knew, yes, the author's name is on the book. Yes. Uh, let me look at IMDb. Uh, yeah. Robin Williams is Walter Finch. Who go and it says like on his cover jacket or whatever he goes by Brody or some shit like that and he's like oh fuck it's Brody and so he's like it's got then got the same town he lives in or whatever and it's also in Alaska so Al Pacino drives over there and he gets a phone book and he looks up Walter Finch's address and he gets that and he goes to the fucking uh, house and he knocks on the door and there's just dogs barking but no people so he jimmy's lock comes in a little piece of paper falls out a great move so you know if somebody's been in your house right and so he puts it on the piano rather than put it right back like an idiot and shuts the door and then he starts snooping all over the house looking around for stuff he finds the other books he finds the author photo he takes that he puts it in his pocket uh, and as he's investigating the whole uh place here right uh he does he he finds the gun here or, or no he no he brought the gun he brought the gun he sorry, brought sorry. the, gun. He he brought the, the gun and he p- plants it in the vent right uh
4: no he doesn't while- do that till afterwards Okay. Oh right, he sees him yeah. first, chases him. So, down. anyways,
3: yeah. While he's there, he hears the lock or key in the door or whatever, and then we get the shot of Robin Williams realizing something's up. So he runs. Dormer chases him. They have a little chase scene here. Eventually, they run uh, down to the water where there's a logging operation in action. It's Alaska, of course. Robin Williams, having lived in Alaska far longer than Dormer, is able to just run perfectly across these logs, just Should in order.
2: a
1: very awesome, amazing. Do test. you think
2: he did this often? The running on the logs. It seemed like it, Kevin.
4: It right? seemed like it because yeah. he was going fast.
1: <laughs> I think here's my theory on this, if I may. First sure, off, this may. is not the first time I've seen this. I think this was featured in a movie called Stakeout with uh, Emilio Estevez and Richard Dreyfuss. And it was terrifying back then, because if you fall under, you can't move the logs. So you're just screwed. Similar yeah. to if you That's fall into a pool cover, you were just fucked when you were a kid. Now, sure. Those are things four and five to be scared of in the 80s, guys, four and five. What,
4: what are two, number, number one and
1: two? two? Number one, uh, lasers, Laser. of course, uh, quicksand. The Don't logs, mention three. Don't mention three. Uh the pool and three was what was three, Kevin? Eating Kevin Pooping. Alive? Pooping. Pooping. Kiki. Yeah. yeah. Kiki.
4: Yeah.
3: Uh so yeah, Kiki. Robin Williams gets across like he's playing expert mode frogger Uh Al Pacino from LA, a fish out of water, tries to do and He just goes boop, right underneath it, just gone. You know what I mean? And he's underneath them. He's like, like
4: time. Because
1: Robin Williams is yeah. wearing the boots. He's wearing the hiking sure. boots. You know what I mean, sure. Greg? And sure. Robin, yeah, and yeah, of course Al Pacino has the nice smooth, loafer, smooth.
2: which doesn't have you know, it's too smooth. No, sure. ta- no traction yeah.
1: and so he's
3: underneath the logs banging on the logs trying to get his face up from the logs and he can't do it and it looks like he might drown but then the last second he's able to get up he gets out and he looks over and robin williams is just fucking toast man he's so far gone there's no way he could possibly catch him and he's like oh you got me this time and so robin williams takes off and dormer goes back to robin williams's apartment goes in there and starts drying himself off and i was I, initially i was like why is this happening and then robin williams calls and talks on his own answering machine trying to encourage him to answer and is like Oh, you know, uh, you must be freezing the water. I'm like, all oh, right, Alaska. That makes perfect sense. And so, yeah, he's like, I got clean towels in there. Take a shower. I'm clearly not coming back or whatever. So, you know, blah, blah, blah. Uh, however, I'm going to be on this ferry uh, tomorrow. You should be there, too. We should talk this out in a public place. Like, obviously, don't pull any shit. Uh, and I'll see you soon. All right, dormer. reply. And uh, this is, yeah, when uh, um, Al Pacino hides the gun, uh, th- setting up this whole thing. He's like, I got you, motherfucker. I'm going to hide the gun here. They'll come get you, and it'll all be fine. And there you go. So then, from there, um I think I forget, but I think this is when it could feed my dogs for me. station.
4: me. Fuck you, bro. Yeah, I yeah. Dog. yeah, exactly. I bet you he <laughs> fed them though yeah yeah those
3: dogs didn't do anything wrong they don't know that you know they have a murderer as a dad i don't know much like portilla um i God. think this is in the next day because he can't <laughs> sleep again obviously i think right. in the next day this is when we're at the police station hillary swank's like hey here's my report by the way you just need to sign it and this whole thing's closed and we don't have to worry about it anymore and i can come back to helping you on the real case i want to and she he goes to sign it. he's also kind of woozy and insomniac and he's like he goes sign it and, and then she says something just making it seem meaningless and he's like you know what double check this again like this is a man's life you know what i mean he, he kind of goes back to the cop i think he wants to be but it, obviously this is actually against his own interest but he encourages her to look into it more which was a stupid thing to do and she's like oh okay fine i want it. you know i didn't mean the trivialize." i mean so he's like, a
4: good cop he can't fight those urges you know
3: i mean this one case he should because he already fought the urge to tell the truth and it kind of fucked up everything so having it. Yeah, I, I think this, that
1: was the point here where he has a moment where he's like i know if i'm gonna give her one more shot at finding the truth and if she doesn't whatever but i think that was him sort of like wanting to be caught you think so yeah, I read that as like him being like, I could sign this, but if I do, it's pretty much over. But if like, I just I just kind of read it as he felt like he was mentoring her and like didn't want her to be complicit in something. So he was like, I read like it a and then he conflict w- for me.
3: I think he read. I read the mentorship part of it. I didn't read it as he wanted to get caught as much as he was still trying to teach a lesson of like, no, everything matters. You know, don't just brush this off.
1: Maybe should, I don't know. I, j- I just felt like low key on some on some level he was like. She'll figure it out, and then I'll get caught, and this will end. But maybe no. I'm reading too much into it. Who knows?
3: Uh, so from there, then, uh, it's like, oh, okay, cool. She's going to do that. And then he's like, I got a ferry to catch. See so you guys later. Like he goes to the ferry and gets in, and Robin leaves at the end of it, and he walks over there, and they have a long conversation around the ferry about everything that's happening and how he's like, listen, you didn't mean to kill Hap. I didn't mean to ki- or kill um. I k i didn't mean to kill k, 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 k. right it just happened this, these things happened it was an accident you had an accident i had an accident we can work together on this and get out of this right let's just plant it all on the boyfriend and he's like oh man i don't know And she, he's like no the boyfriend sucks like the boyfriend's abusive and this is a long time coming. and he probably would have killed her eventually anyway he would have crossed the line he already he already was abusive what do we care if we fuck this guy's life
2: over I right kept, i kept <clears throat> waiting for dormer to have a sort of character turn here because he keeps on sort of entertaining the this idea with uh, with Robin Williams. And he keeps on kind of listening, like, yeah, okay, we can do that. Yeah, that sounds good. That sounds good. And I expected him to be like, but what you're misunderstanding, Robin, is I'm not a fucking scout. Like, I expected but, some sort of character turn. Sure, But the whole time, he's just there, like, yeah, we should do We're this. We're equals. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, yeah, but kind
4: of- but he was manipulating him. He was trying to set him up so that he'd be comfortable to get more information, as much information as possible to so find out where the body can, was also, right? Well, no, no right. Happened, they knew the body, right? but where, yeah, where the evidence where was. Yeah. Turns out. Gotcha. Well, the...
2: I, I, well, just remember. I just waited for that character turn, and we never got it. And then Robin Williams is eventually like, hey, I got you recorded, bro. Wild well,
4: card. But, but wild, in this as well, well he
1: was he was like playing along with him, but he had already yeah. planted the gun in his apartment,
4: Right. right? Yeah,
1: yeah, and so or, I think the whole thing was he was yeah. like, I'm just uh, gonna, I'm gonna placate him for a while mm-hmm. until I like, can me... figure out how to get the cops over to his place because he wanted, because he, jail he him.
4: wanted him to come like turn himself in to get like interviewed, and he was like, oh, and don't don't mention the boyfriend, like that's gonna look too obvious. Right. It was a tactical yeah. error on Al Pacino's
1: you, yeah. part. Al Pacino should have just arrested him and been like, this dude just confessed to killing her, and then he could have been like, well, I didn't do that because there's like there's no evidence that Al Pacino had anything to do with it, right? I'd be like, this guy did it, clearly, and then let's go over to his house and look for the gun, and it's just there, and boom, bada-bing, bada-boom. But at this point, you, cool. you feel like Robin Williams had already taken the gun and disposed of it. I yep. figured something else has to do with it. Yeah, I feel it's like you could have killed him on the boat here. Well, this, this is the mean? other thing with, with Al Pacino that I'm just like this character. There, there, there are moments of this where I'm like, uh, it's we're breaking we're, – we're, these are a little bit too big a leaps in logic. Like when he walks at him the first time, and the guy gets he shoots, he, he, literally Al Pacino's got his gun trained on the guy, and the guy shoots the cop next to him, and Al Pacino's like, hoo-ah. And instead of pulling the fucking unloading a clip into this fucking figure that's twenty feet away from him, then there's the chase scene where Al Pacino could shoot him three times. I'm like just shoot the fucker, figure it out. <laughs> He's jumping across logs. And then we, yeah, guy's fucking out in the open jumping across a log, and instead you put your gun away and you're like, "I've never done this before, but I'll just do human fucking frogger right now. What the hell's gonna happen?" Tim, and I also thought moment, he should
4: shoot him. Just I did him. too,
3: but I mean, I understand the reasoning of like, why am I shooting this guy? Why am I here? What? Like the
1: progression because of the bad cop shot. shit that led you here. But yeah, if, but I would have been like, this guy's a murder suspect. We thought it was him. I, I would have been like, I saw the book. I went to question him. He ran. I shot him in the fucking leg and he drowned. Oops. <laughs> yeah but i mean
3: eventually it's gonna i hear you and i agree with you and this is us you know because we're fucking citizens arresting people left and right you know what i mean that's why we that's call a, ourselves yeah, Los just, vigilantes Las like,
4: Vigilantes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but
3: uh, here he is he already got the name brody from the woman by almost <laughs> killing her by putting her into this truck then he took her to the garbage dump where he was like threatening her and screaming at her and shit like that like you know got a lot of bad gonna, cop work done yeah, here and he's, he's already on the careers. line for his career going down for bad cop work like, I hear you. I get you. This is why we need a Batman. But I'm, this like, what, well, I'm like, this, I'm like
1: this is where you draw the line. You planted evidence on someone. You've put people's lives in danger. And you know this guy is the killer because he's already told you as much. Yeah. And you're not going to shoot this guy in the fucking butt. Just shoot him in the butt. Right well, then about. he's going to still talk. You got to go for the head on this one. Anyways. What's he going to say, though? What's he going to say?
3: As you said, Andy, he tape recorded the whole conversation. So now Dormer is incriminated. This is the whole thing. Wow, Um Wild card. Hillary's still going through, trying to do the stuff. She finds the newspaper here that has the article in it still. Of like, oh man, the whole fucking operation's under investigation. Hmm. And so she, hmm. she he can't sleep, and I think he gets another call from Robin Williams, and he's like, I, I think I am going to bring up the boyfriend. And he's like, do not bring up the boyfriend, and like some other shit about this whole fuck. We've been talking about. Um. Then. We, uh, Robin Williams is brought in for questioning because of the books, right? Hillary found the books and was like, oh, one of them was personally inscribed. So it's like, oh shit. Okay. Fuck. So they bring him in and he's like, oh yeah, you know, all the cops are being really nice to him except Dormer who's being a dick. And he's like, you know, they're, that thing's escalating. And then Robin Williams is like, oh yeah, it's her boyfriend. Probably he was very abusive. She talked about that all the time. He also mentioned this gun, you know what I mean? This horrible gun that he would like, that he had and that he would hide in like the fucking vents. And he says it in a very peculiar way and like looks at Dormer and Dormer's like, fuck he knows. He found the fucking He's got a camera in that house or something. Um, and so then Dormer gets agitated because he's got to get out of He's got to get him out of se- himself out of this room, right? And then try to save the uh, uh, boyfriend who's about to have this whole thing pinned on him. And so he's like, he gets in his face like, what you fuck? Her? You're trying to have sex with her. Blah, 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 blah. And he's like, get the hell out of here. And then the, the Boston public guy's like, you're losing your cool Dormer. Get out of here. It's so a Dormer leaves. And then he rushes over to Avery's place. And then uh, they in the cops, they call judge whoever the fuck, Judge Reinhold. And they're like, this hey, we need ants. Yeah, we need Judge a we, Yeah, we need a fucking uh, search warrant for this. We'll get him on the phone. And so he gets he's out riding a moose. And so like Dormer runs to Avery's house and he gets in there and he's looking all around for the gun, trying to find stuff. Uh the cops finally get their thing. They rush over there too. Two planes action. Everybody's running all over these places trying to figure this stuff out. Um also I think it gets it got mentioned here that uh he had letters from k this is robin williams had letters from k that talked about this kind of stuff and that that would prove that avery's a bad guy too and so uh dormer's there he can't find the gun he can't find the gun then the cops get there they start their search and he's like fuck he runs and hides in the bathroom and he shuts the door and like a cop's just about to open that door it's you know it's gonna be jigs up on this one and uh uh one guy's like i found it and like oh fuck and they go over there and like in a vat a motor oil was the gun he's got like on a thing and dormer then comes out and then kind of sl- sl- slithers back in like he just got there like we got him, dormer fucking job well done like yeah we're cops and so at the same time, Avery comes home and he's like, What the fuck's going on? I'm like, you're fucked, Junior. Get on the ground. You know what I mean? And Avery's like, no. And so they drag his ass off to that thing. Uh, and then uh, yeah, he's looking so then, at Pacino like, you know, you, you know, know something, girl. you're not telling me what the fuck it's yeah. wow wow wow. And so they're like, That's <laughs> that's job well done on that. He's done. Um I I'm gonna put it, I'm gonna put it here. Do it. I'm not 100 percent sure it's about prepared. it him and robin williams meet up and he gets the tape from robin williams and trashes it and throws it away and then robin williams i think confesses the entire thing of how he killed her and how he just punched her and couldn't stop punching her and then he's like that's not an accident you beat her for 10 minutes you're an idiot you're, you're yeah, that a psycho." Was,
4: that was a horrible like Man. that that's one of the things where like robin williams did such a good job conveying the fact that he was like a crazy person that will for sure do this again you know
3: Oh yeah, 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 and that's of course Dormer's problem here, right? Is that he this he knows this isn't a one time thing. He had already said too, right? Like I see, oh, I see pieces of shit like you all the time. You're not special to me. Like I know who you are. I can see through it. Like I know you're. You know you're my job. But this yeah, is yeah exactly what I yeah exactly exactly exactly. Greg,
0: what was that impression that you and Nick used to do from a character from the Flash? You
2: sure. going to tell me this guy over here is the Arrow.
0: Yeah. Oh, the Arrow. Yeah. Yeah. The arrow. yeah. It was the te- it Detective lo- Lance. It- that reminded of that. me of that. Thank it looks got. like
2: you're doing the uh, the the dog from um, Laurel saving Silverman, the little dog kid. <laughs> Okay, you got guy. me there in
3: the end you got me there in the yeah. end the blonde,
2: the blonde <laughs> girl works yeah her yeah. whole yeah. family
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. um people. so yeah he does this him and robin williams have it out uh robin williams is like and you know what really sucks is that tape's the only thing that could prove anything that actually you're saying right now so like you just threw that away and ruined that chance and he gets like thrown around a bit but uh i forget he eventually get he knocks him down somebody gets they get knocked down i don't know But then he's like, ah, fuck it, it's over. And they all, they break off in their different camps. Um, Hillary Swank, meanwhile, had found a bullet casing at the, on her like last, 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 last walkabout. She found a bullet casing. It was nine millimeters, which is not. How did nobody see that?
1: Fog. If you were, if you're Al Pacino, wouldn't, wouldn't you be like, I got to go find that fucking bullet casing. Like I knew exactly where I was shooting from. And I know that a bullet casing can only fly roughly but 6 7 feet away from the gun when it come up, when it pops out i would be searching that religiously plus always light outside so it's never like dark
4: yeah. you're not going to be able to find this Good fucking call. thing i would and, absolutely you gotta, and, and find you're that not sleeping no. you got
2: to make it a point to go find this bullet casing before the whole search party of like 30 people are looking like how did none of them see that
4: it's rocks it's man rocks. you know what i mean that that is is really rocks, sometimes the, the best camouflage is
2: standing there exactly
1: and also that we, you don't understand Andy is that bullet shells look exactly like rocks. Yep. Exactly. Yep. Except nothing like them.
3: Mm. Anyways, she had found this sheet piece mm. it. Together. Solid she joke, was Nick. already getting questioned about it. She, she knows, she knows, right. That like, this isn't, this a- isn't adding up anymore. Something smells fishy here. Something smells like bad halibut. Anyways, though, <laughs> uh dormer and robin williams are done uh dormer is gonna leave the next morning dormer goes out drinking with the boston public guy and the other cops or whatever and eventually uh, she shows up a million dollar baby and she ha- has some questions and they're like oh you have fucking nancy juice here and then she eventually hugs him goodbye and grabs his uh, uh al pacino's a uh, uh, backup weapon that she had written about in her thing and it is a nine millimeter and it is there and she knows she fucking knows
1: Man, she gives that thing a fucking squeeze, too. Yeah, she's
3: it's totally a little trying. ropey. Got to drive get it home it. for us, the, the audience. I was right? like, we get it. And so and she's like, what am I going to fucking do about this? Do I let him go? And she's like, I'm probably just going to let him go. I should look into this thing with, the, with the Robin Williams. And she, so it's like, I'm going to go get these fucking letters from Robin Williams, right? And so she's like, I'm going to go get these letters from fucking Robin Williams. And he's like, yeah, I think they're at my cabin. Come to my cabin. She's like, no problem. I'll come to the cabin. And then Al Pacino's like, I'm going to go back to Robin Williams' place for something. I forget what he goes back for. I dress. assume
4: murder Al Pacino. Oh yeah, probably. Find oh Al. Dress. Yeah, you're right. Al Pacino er, is back
3: there to fuck him up. Doesn't he murder Rob Williams? Yeah, he, you're right. You're right. He is like, I can't let this sing it. I got to fucking end this. So he goes back there, breaks in. Rob Williams is not there while he's searching around. He finds the, uh, the actual letters, uh, from what's her face that aren't in the cabin. He said he, they weren't. He also finds the book and he looks at the, the book jacket that has the author photo that also has the information on his cabinet. Well, you know, lake whatever the fuck it is and he pieces together he calls there to the station uh hillary swank million dollar baby she's already out on the prowl she's out there trying to get these letters she's gonna go meet with rob miller
4: one question here just uh he said he had a cabin right when we assume that's the cabin they were in but that wasn't right he probably killed her in the other the night much nicer cabin and then took well the cabin where they just hanging out in that shitty cabin
3: yeah, the cabin where the book bag was isn't his cabin. At least, not by any kind okay. of legal tender. I, I was with you on that too. Of like, yeah. wait, oh, I guess that makes sense that you go dump the bag somewhere yeah. that yeah. you know wouldn't be anyway. Um, so yeah, now he's at the nice cabin. Hillary Swank shows up at the nice cabin, and she's all like she walks in yeah she's like oh you got letters and stuff i forget i I also watched silence of the lambs very recently so now those two scenes are starting to merge together of Jodie foster calling out buffalo bill and him calling i forget how it escalates and she gets she figures it out One of
4: them they get the night vision goggles yeah yeah, i know i know know, 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 know,
1: know." she sees the dress i think right yeah she sees the dress in the ziploc bag i don't know but but it's weird because he opens up the drawer and almost like wants to show her so he can like get caught and kill her or something like that. It's very weird. Sure. But she sees it and he kind of like purposely lets her seize it. And then he just turns around and clocks her.
4: I, I feel uh, like uh, what, what Robin Williams is doing such a good job of like you can tell his character slowly falling lo- in love with the idea of like getting away with it and setting murder, everything yeah. up. And like he keeps being like, no, I've written a perfect ending for all this. And it's just like, all right, oh, Yeah um
3: dormer shows up the dogs start barking robin williams has put hillary swank i think in the attic right or at least upstairs he's like oh fuck it's dormer and so uh he gets out i I, I maybe yells at him here i don't fucking remember but uh, hillary swank yeah they start running around the house with guns and then hillary swank wakes up and she comes down and then she gets wounded right or she's just so groggy or she's in the shoe knocked out
4: right yeah she got knocked
3: out but then she came too. so what happens is
4: al pacino and robin williams start fighting for the gun right She's slowly coming to, she gun comes shot. down, hits Robin Williams, and somehow he's able to escape and takes her gun with him. Okay. Right? I just and remember the scene of her, Wild Wild
3: like, Wild he, he's, Robin Williams is shooting from the other, like, ramshackle cab or, like, yeah, the know, house. barn, and it then was, they're you know, down and really by fought, some yeah, lights. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and then he's like, cover me or whatever, and then Al Pacino goes over and approaches, and he busts in and sure. yeah robin williams drops his gun or they exchange guns and then al pacino shoots him with a shotgun while robin williams shoots him with just a pistol yeah he's like hard yeah. bitches robin williams falls in the water slowly sinks away uh, al pacino collapses hillary swank runs over and he's like she's giving like you know the last rites over here and she's like nobody has to know and she goes to take out the bullet and throw the bullet that would uh make you know this all go away on the al, the al pacino side and he's like no it's a small thing stops her and is like no you can't do this like, i love that love know. it so of Real don't, i forget what well, he has a better line that I'm, I'm fucking up right now yeah, but he's like don't, don't lose yourself hap. yeah don't yeah, lose, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Um, whatever
2: i do love that uh, right before that that i think it's kind of unrealistic but i think it's the only time where it could have been shown is where she sort of asks him did you mean to shoot hap you know, oh, yeah, yeah, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. where you know, and he's like, "It was foggy. Maybe I did. I don't know. I'm fucking." No, I skipped crazy. the whole
3: thing where yeah, he, he he confesses everything to the news radio woman.
2: Yeah, when
3: she goes out oh, there, yeah. she's like, oh, right. "She's like, it's not even dark. it's not even light in here," and she turns on the lights and, and it then gets they pop, uh, right? it's
4: weird. They they didn't did they fuck?
1: No, no, they kind of just fall asleep on the bed together because yeah. yeah. she was fully clothed. Yeah. So I don't like. And it you, need to, you need to take off
4: all your clothes to have sex. Huh.
3: And then it's credits. That's insomnia.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: no fate, but what you make out.
4: <laughs>
1: insomnia.
2: Andy. Seven syllables in the middle. You'll need five for the first and last line. If you're not poetic, no need to fret it. Haikus don't need to rhyme. Haiku in review. Haiku,
4: oh yeah.
0: Oh yeah. You can go to patreon.com slash kindoffunny to write your review in haiku form just like City of Legends did. It's 3 a.m. I can't fucking sleep. Fuck me. Hey, what's this movie? Yeah, see, Kev? Uh, yeah, yeah. did.
2: It's All tied in.
0: Uh, yeah. Let's see. We got uh, Joe Mertens. Is it the daylight or the guilt of past misdeeds? JK, mm. it's the guilt. Mm. Misdeeds, good word. Good. Shout out to you, Joe Mertens, for the wo- use of misdeeds. J. Andrew Feisner says, A shot in the fog. The guilty man will not sleep. Williams is the creep. Shout out to Robin Williams, man.
4: Good actor. That's
0: it. That's it. Now, let's jump into
2: Ragoo Goo Goo.
0: Ragoo Goo Goo. <laughs>
2: Ragu.
1: What's up, everybody? Welcome to Rad Guys Talk the Good Guys or the protagonists. We of course are doing uh should be Ragu Poo Poo then. Uh make a note to please change week. Ragu Kiki. Uh, of course, uh, we've done two of the Nolan movies, the first of which was uh, It Follows, and the next one was Memento. Uh, we put Leonard or Lenny from Memento at number one as a better protagonist, and then, of course, the young man from following at number two. Where that do we was want the to young put? Boy. Oh, uh... Well, it was the young boy, but you told me to stop saying the young boy. Yeah, you not... <laughs> And also, <laughs> when I say boy, I just say it. Stop. So creepy. Stop. Like, creepy. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like Al Pacino.
4: Put... Al Pacino's character in this I I think he's better than both of the people that we've seen so far, you know? I think he's number 1. He's made it's mistakes.
1: More st- yeah.
4: I put it's him below Lenny's
1: story, but I think Lenny is a little bit more compelling.
4: What? Well, so, well, sorry, is it we we're, we're, who's more compelling or who um is is better? It's just it's just a cooler. I mean,
2: Kevin, we're not ranking like who is a better person, uh, moral who has a better moral. Standard. I thought no, no, I right. thought this was
4: who is a better person. No, no. Why you would think that? I don't know. Just, like, a, I don't know. A,
1: more, a more interesting protagonist, I think. Is uh, the idea. Yeah. Yeah. No, but like Lenny. Again, Lenny's life.
4: Woo-woo. I feel like. I mean, all right. So I I still stand for where where I put it, but because I feel like Lenny isn't living life. You know, he just exists for the the fifteen, maybe ten minutes that that. Happen and then he's gone
2: you know but really ripped body really shredded yeah, yeah. I, that's not a gonna last hats.
4: that's not gonna last you know what I mean or maybe it will yeah. last because you know it doesn't remember when he ate last so he's eating very little interesting I'll put him in
0: number two just nah. because I put him number the, two as well.
1: the young young man was was fine and lenny's there go new rankings are lenny number one uh hoo-ah, number hoo-ah. Two, and the young boy at number three <laughs>
0: Uh, now it is time to to rank the movies. Currently, Christopher Nolan interview stands at number one. Memento, number two, Following.
2: This is tough because I think Following is is a much more fascinating concept, and it has that cool Nolan twist that we're we're so accustomed to that I really really enjoy, and I think it's impressive uh, from a writing standpoint. And this wasn't. A Nolan movie right it was just you know it's just directed by him so it's, it's kind of tough to say I would I think this is a better movie overall in terms of you know acting and uh and overall plot and it's a more complete movie but I think following was just a little bit more interesting
3: yeah for me personally I put this at the bottom of the list I think this is number three I uh, like the other two before because I think they were memorable and did something different you know like i had seen this as i said at, at launch or whatever years and years and years ago and it was one of those that i've never thought about again really and you, i was like oh when we did this and i didn't even realize it was a nolan film i was like oh it'll be interesting to watch this as an adult and see if it was just that i was a kid and, or you know i didn't care and watching it again i'm just like oh no it's just like it's a movie and it's it's got it plays with some interesting themes and i think it's got some good performances but it's not I think you know six months from. I don't think I'm going to think about this game this this game this movie again once this is over. Where I do think Memento and Following I think did different things and had twists and turns and motivations that I think
1: were really cool, even if it wasn't as well acted. If we're talking about Following, see for me it's the opposite. Where I think I think Memento is still number one, but I think this is just a I think this is the the team of uh, of Nolan and uh, and his cinematographer really really knocking out of the park, making a very very compelling. Pro-looking movie, um, and just it's cool to see sort of how they've uh, progressed. And I think that when I when I think about do I want to watch these films again? Watching Insomnia again, I was kind of dreading, and then halfway through, I'm like, I'm really enjoying this. I'm getting more out of it the first time. I don't know that I ever want to watch Following again. I just think it was a little bit. I appreciate what it was, but it was kind of pulling teeth to get through that sort of indie uh, quasi film school style movie. Uh, whereas I just feel like this is him doing a great job directing, uh, you know, veteran actors like Al Pacino and uh, Hilary Swank and and Robin Williams at this point, and just like putting together a start to complete m- m- murder mystery that's less about thriller and more about a little more in depth like character study. Um, and I give this a lot more credit this time around than I did originally. So I would say this is number two on my list. Uh,
4: um, I probably I feel like this movie caught me off guard i mean obviously i've seen it before but i i feel like the um the fact that the story isn't about the killing and just finding this killer like the that it pivots and it does become about like him having to hide the murder and how that weighs on him like i think that aspect's really cool i do think that following that story was more interesting um i don't think i'll ever watch either of these movies again and i think that the fo- following to me that reveal that big moment brings this that a little higher than this so yeah i'd put this as third
0: yeah i would also put it as third mainly because i feel like uh, both following and memento kind of had unique things about them and really executed all those things very well where I was impressed with every twist and turn that they did where I was like, oh, this is a cool use of this with this. I thought the themes were really cool. And I thought that the use of the light and the use of like the actual insomnia thing was very interesting. And like what you guys are talking about, about it not being about who did the killing. It's more about like this character falling apart and stuff. I thought they did fine. I don't think they did that great. And it wasn't ever like fully interesting to me. It was kind of just like, oh, this is, this is well done, but not,
2: not spectacular. And plus the fact that Nolan is more of a hired gun on this movie. Uh, as opposed to sort of the the, the captain of everything, you know, it, the fact that it's not a Nolan vehicle, I, I prefer both of me- Memento and Following a lot more.
0: Here, here. So there we go. Currently, number one, Memento. Number two, Following. And number three, Insomnia. This Friday, we'll continue Miyazaki in review with uh, Castle in the Sky, uh, and then this Tuesday following this coming up tuesday the prestige finally mm-hmm. i'm gonna see they excited about that what? i've never seen it someone recently told me hugh jackman's in it and there's magicians and i'm like this sounds fucking awesome tim don't right. like, Gosh, really,
2: tim, tim, don't look at any I, i'm not gonna look at
0: anything <laughs> i'm already sold
2: so and also
0: i gonna watch it so exciting stuff uh until next week oh wow <laughs>